You lived it, we play it. Still 93.3 KIOA. It's Luke and Jeremy. Good morning. Good morning. Jeremy's true feelings about Halloween are starting to come through. I just don't understand people. So for the last couple of days, we have been, you know, getting inundated with celebrity photos of their Halloween costumes. Oh, yeah. Some celebrities are already having to issue apologies because their costume was insensitive. Yeah. And in the case of model... Heidi Klum. TV show judge Heidi Klum. Yeah. Every year she puts on this big party. It's always the the thing that all the celebrity blogs and TV shows want to be at because it's this over-the-top Halloween party where she always has this really ridiculous costume every year. Last year she was like an earthworm or inchworm. Her husband was a fisherman. Yeah, it was very weird. This year... This year, Heidi Klum went as a peacock. Yes. And she was sort of like the body of the bird. And then she hired performers from Cirque du Soleil (laughs) to dress as the feathers. Yeah. And so they were this like small pyramid of people behind her. This little entourage that followed her around all night being her peacock feathers. They just kept jumping on each other's shoulders and spreading their arms out. Now, mind you... Heidi Klum is married. Yes. So her husband also is going to participate in this costume. Yeah. And I feel like he gets the short end every year. But yeah. this year especially. Yeah. He, um, he's an egg. An egg. <laughs> Just an egg. That's it. <laughs> She's this beautiful peacock with all of these people. He's an egg. And at least he has his like face sticking out of the egg where he can be seen. Yeah, so his face is, it's like right around his face and they've painted it white so that it looks like he's part of the egg, obviously. And he's got his hands out. Yeah. But it's, it's an egg. Are we, are we to believe that peacocks lay very large eggs or something? Or is he just... I, I don't really know. I mean, I obviously know that, you know, they're not going for scale here, but... I think they just couldn't think of anything else to go with a peacock. So they just said, you know what? You should be an egg. Yeah, I kind of feel that's, like he got the real short end of the stick on this particular costume. That's not the couple's costume that you hope for when you marry Heidi Klum. Yeah. This, I wouldn't think. You have this absolutely beautiful wife who is very creative, comes up with great costumes, yeah. and then she's like, oh, and by the way, you're an egg. You're an egg. Last year, he kind of got top billing as being the fisherman, because she just looked weird as the I, I couldn't have told you what he was. Uh, he was the fisherman. Yeah. yeah. I, I would have never known. Yeah. he's He's been involved. They've been married for a few years, but the egg thing is just... Now, Jeremy also took exception to Heidi Klum's kid, who I'm assuming was also at the party. Yeah, I'm just sitting here because it's, like you said, we were inundated with photos. So now it's all of the photos of all of the the celebrities that were there in their costumes. And I got to Heidi Klum's daughter, and it just says she walked the carpet in a strawberry-themed outfit. She's literally wearing a pink bra and underwear <laughs> with a strawberry on it. That's it. That's the strawberry theme? That's the strawberry theme. She has on green socks, thigh-high socks, <laughs> and a pink wig. Okay. Strawberry theme. Oh, wait. I think she might be carrying a container of strawberries now that I'm looking at it. Well, of course. You'd hate to break the theme. You know, I mean, whoo. But that's one thing about Halloween costumes that I've just, I've never understood. Even in my 20s, I never wanted to be the sexy strawberry apparently <laughs> like that that wasn't me i go for 
bigger is better. The more stuff I can find, the better. But yeah, the sexy strawberry, that's that's something. I love that we've run out of sexy occupations and now we've just moved on to being sexy food. Yeah. Yeah. Here's some model that was the sexy pumpkin queen. She just dressed <laughs> she just painted her face and Ah on. yes, the the desire of teenage boys everywhere, the sexy pumpkin queen. Right? I just don't understand. <laughs> I can see the posters on their walls now. Between the strawberries and the pumpkins, they need the full food group at some point. And now, more fun with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. I was doing the inventory of all of the Halloween candy that we have, Mm -hmm. and it was significantly more than I originally had thought. Oh. Because I forgot to account for the candy that we didn't give out. Oh, yeah. we We bought like two smallish medium sized bags of candy to give out. But you weren't gonna be home. You knew you weren't gonna be giving out candy. Right. We left we left the bucket out. Oh okay. Which by the way, I forgot to mention, I am so proud of my neighborhood. We put a little sign that said, please take one or two pieces only. Please be considerate of, of other kids. We were gone for an hour and fifteen minutes. There was still candy in the bowl when we got home. Hmm. I was so proud of our neighborhood. All right. So way to go my neighborhood. <laughs> not, not telling you where Yippee, I live. Yippee, neighborhood. But now you've got all this candy, how long should you keep it? If you're Jeremy's house, it's already gone. Oh, yeah. Of course it's gone. <laughs> but they do have experts out there who say how long you should keep your candy. If it's chocolate candy, if it's up unopened, you can keep it for up to a year. Wow. Well, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. If you have something like candy corn... Three to six months if you keep it at room temperature. An unopened package can last up to nine months. Love it. It's not going to last that long at my house. No, thank you. It's going to last about two minutes at my house, and that's just the trip to the garbage can. Do you know, I just realized I've not had any candy corn. Oh, what a shame. I should go buy it because it's probably on sale. Probably is. Gummy candy, six months to a year, depending on how you store it. Mm -hmm. Cool, dry places, as always, the best. Yeah. Not like it's hard. Sour candy, also up to a year. Is yeah. this? I feel a little uneasy about eating things that can last a year. Why? Do you not eat canned food? No, I do, but some of those don't necessarily last a year. No, they last like five. Uh, hard candy <laughs> like suckers and Jolly Ranchers, again, about a year. But there is experts out there that say that there are certain kinds of candy that can pretty much last forever. Yeah. If you store them properly. Yeah. Forever? I mean, I've I've eaten a Jolly Rancher that I found in a coat pocket that had probably been in there for three or four years. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure Jolly Ranchers are fine. I feel like you could do that with those dumb, dumb suckers, too. I think those things last forever I as well. I think hard candy is fine. Hard candy lasts forever. It really does. I wouldn't eat a chocolate bar or like like three musketeers milky way if it was more than like three or four months old i don't think i would eat it i'm sure it's probably still good but just that's my brain saying nope your brain says nope a lot <laughs> it's luke and Jeremy on 93.3 kioa we don't often do this but we want to give a shout out to a new listener to yeah. kioa uh, our new friend, Tony, who has just returned to Central Iowa after 30 years Oof. of traveling the country. Yeah. RV style. 
Heck yeah. We didn't get the exact details of uh, how Tony traveled around, but immediately after getting off the phone with her, we started talking about whether or not Jeremy and I would be able to survive <laughs> living in just an RV because this is becoming a more and more popular thing yeah. with some younger millennials, even Gen Z, where mm-hmm. they are getting out of like either high school, some of them are getting out of college, and instead of you know buying a house or going into an apartment and settling down settling in life, down. they're getting RVs. Yeah. And they're they're gonna work on the road, and they just travel. They just drive everywhere. There is a, a YouTube that Aaron and I watch, uh, Nate and Kara, mm-hmm. and that's all they do. And they've done it for I think five years now. Yeah, they just travel around. They started flying, and then pandemic hit, so they bought a a van, and now they just are in a van nonstop and that's what they do and we watch it and it's mesmerizing. One of the very first TikTok accounts that I followed when I joined the app a few years ago was this account uh, called Rachel and Rollsbud. Mm-hmm. And she's a woman who is a voiceover artist. She does you know voice work for various companies and whatnot. And she decided that she wanted to get out of her apartment life. She yeah. had broken up with a boyfriend, I believe. And she just wanted to live out on the road. And so she she started her channel by completely renovating this kind of, I mean, it's not like a short bus. It's like one of those fancier ones that you see at like uh, nursing homes yeah. and retirement communities. She renovated this entire bus, put in, you know, a, basically a little apartment, and then she built a little production studio for herself. And now she just drives around. She stays in national parks. Mm-hmm. She just drives, and then she just has these crazy adventures in this RV. And I'm just thinking to myself, that looks so fun. Yeah. But I don't know how long I could do it. Well, that's the thing. It would just become normal after a while. I don't know how long it would stay fun and exciting. Yeah, yeah. you're in a different place every day, but you got to drive there. I always said that get there. if I won the lottery. I was going to go on tour, and I'm using air quotes, go on tour with my favorite artists. Yeah. And I would essentially just do what they do. I would get a bus, obviously hire a driver, (laughs) and I would just follow them on tour and go to all the different cities they go to, like participate in all the fan stuff in the parking lots and tailgates. and endless money to do that, yes, that would be fun. Yeah. But that's the other thing. you got to work while you're doing this stuff. That's the part I think that, that throws me off. I don't think I could work a job and travel at the same time. I wouldn't be able to focus. Yeah. I need to have a place to actually go and make me work. <laughs> Hence, here. <laughs> like <laughs> You need like a home base. I, not even a home base. I need a boss that sees me every day <laughs> and makes sure that I like do what I'm supposed to do. Keeps you accountable. Because if I was just sitting... At home, a.k.a. in my RV, I would just be staring off into space. <laughs> I'd be looking at the clouds. I would be doing anything and everything except what I was supposed to be doing. That's what I did through high school. <laughs> I mean, that's I'm not the best when it comes to accountability. I think I give you like 18 months tops that you could RV it. Again, if I had like endless money and I didn't have to worry about the job portion, mm-hmm. I could do it no problem. I would say two years for me, and then I would get bored and be like, okay, I need a home base. I can't imagine. No, I don't think you could do it that long. Couldn't two do years? two years? I don't think you could do two months. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> one, where are you going to put all your Legos? You're not going to have enough space for all of your stuff. You like stuff. I do. I like stuff need, in space. You would need a whole trailer just to carry your White Sox gear. <laughs> like, there is no way you could actually do this because there would be no space for you. Just park me in the Disney parking lot. I'll be fine. <laughs> right. And it's not like you're going to go out and enjoy nature. That's fair. You're not yeah. going to be walking around some sort of national park somewhere because you wouldn't get past the parking lot. I would go from amusement park to amusement park. That's what I would do. Exactly. I wouldn't go to I wouldn't go to national parks. I'd go to amusement parks. No, you wouldn't make it. There's no way. It's a different kind of nature. There's no way. Lights, camera, focal cords. It's time for Sound Effects Theater with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. Our lawyers tell us that we have to make sure you understand that these crimes are real. These are real people. Yep. But the sound effects are added by Jeremy and myself. Why do we continue to do this? I'm so bad at it. It delights me. I know it does. And it's the poorness of your sound effects that delights me the most. And with that said, I'm going to read my story. Okay, fine. Okay. I can only imagine. A guy in Florida was arrested Uh, on Sunday while dressed as a banana. Uh, 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 uh. Can you at least commit to it? Monkey? I don't know. Does that sound like a monkey? You were I don't know. You didn't sound. Sh- there you go. You didn't sound sure if you were a monkey. I just had to go higher. Apparently, <laughs> I've never heard ooh ooh ah ah with question marks at the end of all of them. <laughs> ooh ooh ah ah. Do you want me to sing the Chiquita Banana song instead? Would that be better? That'll take too much time. Okay. Someone flagged down Woo-hoo. a cop Woo-woo. and said that a man in a banana ah, ah. costume was peeing on the side of a building. <laughs> the banana ah, ah. turned out to be twenty-year-old Kyle Mortimer. And the dumbest uh, part is that he was right across the street from a row of porta potties. Ew. It must have been a long pee. <laughs> Why do you make me do this? Psst. Because he was still going. <laughs> nope, keep going. <laughs> it was a long one. When the cop wait, wait, wait. walked up to him. When Kyle took off and started running in a zigzag pattern to make it harder to catch him. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yes. Another cop woo, woo, woo. managed to grab him <gasps> by the peel, apparently. Okay. Kyle <laughs> twisted away, but they eventually got him into custody. He's facing charges for disorderly conduct and resisting arrest. Mm-hmm. And yes, he was still in his banana Ooh, ah, ah. costume when they took his mugshot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I do so love the dumb... <laughs> Halloween costumed criminal stories this time of year. The zigzag pattern is what gets me. I just love the visual of a banana running back and forth. I do love that too. What in the world? All right, are you ready for mine? I am. Mine's not nearly as fun, but well, it's we'll see. It's good. Forty-three-year-old Daniel Graham got arrested. Got arrest in Raleigh, North Carolina, Tuesday after pointing a gun. Pew 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 pew. At some trick or treaters. Trick or treat. No reports of teenagers pranking <laughs> him or anything. It was just kids looking for candy. And yes, it sounds like Daniel had been drinking. Uh, uh, trigger treat, trigger treat, trigger treat. <laughs> a neighbor, give me something good to eat. A neighbor 
heard him yelling profanities. F this, F that, at F the you. kids and says he smacked a bucket of candy out of a six-year-old's hand. <laughs> there was still candy scattered across the porch the next morning. The neighbor then saw several kids walking away from Daniel's porch, and at least two of them were crying. <laughs> Daniel allegedly pointed the gun pew, pew, pew. at them, leaned into their dad's car, and told him to keep it moving. <laughs> the confusing part is Daniel's house was decorated for Halloween. It even had flashing lights and music playing. And laser lights, apparently. So it seemed that it was a trick-or-treater friendly home. Cops woo, woo, woo. showed up and could smell the stench of alcohol <laughs> coming from his house. This was around 7 p.m., by the way. He's facing charges for assault <laughs> on a child under 12 and assault by pointing a gun. Pew, pew. Wow. What a jerk. Right? Who's waving a gun at kids? <sighs> Trying to trigger treat. He decorated. Like he said, please come to my house. And then he started pointing guns at people. Hi, kids. I'm dressed up as a butthole. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Jerk, I don't, know. I don't man. like him. That's why I like your banana story better than mine. <laughs> yes, yours was mean. Mine was just a silly guy whizzing on the wall. <laughs> That's our sound effects theater. It's Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. <laughs> Back to Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. So my thought process on this journey started with a meme on social media. Yes. Asking what certain decades might smell like. Okay. And I thought, well, you know, we primarily focus here at KIOA on the 80s and the 90s. Mm -hmm. So what would the 80s and the 90s smell like to you? Now, as someone who had his formative years. Okay. Hello. Okay, don't do that. In the 80s and the 90s. I have to say that I I was the smell of the 80s <laughs> and the 90s. Uh, you may need to elaborate because you did go through puberty at that point as well. <laughs> so what smell are we talking about? Well, I had all the typical smells. All the typical smells. I... <laughs> That of you smelled real bad. Yep, I had bo, <laughs> patchouli. Oh, no, uh, patchouli! Oh god. No, I. Uh, there was a point where I had brute deodorant mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and smelled like brute cologne. Okay. And then when I got into high school, I decided I needed to start, you know, attracting a mate, aka making lots of friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I started I started wearing cologne. Ah, yes. Yes. And I go boy cologne. Uh, oh man. <laughs> when I tell you that my paychecks from McDonald's went primarily to fragrances for myself. <laughs> I had them all. I had polo. Mhm. I had Obsession. Oh. I, I was a big Calvin Klein guy. A little CK1. I had Obsession. I had CK1. I had CKB. Oh. I had Tommy Hilfiger. Of course you did. I had Cool Water. Yeah. Uh-huh. I love well, Cool Water. Man, what God, else I did I? Cool water. Oh, man. And then not to mention that, back in the day, in like the 80s and 90s, you could go to the fragrance counter at you know, like a Yonkers or a JCPenney or something 
And they instead of, you know, spritzing on like a piece of paper mm-hmm. and smelling it, they would give you like a little vial. The little glass vial with the, that little top that you could not get off. And when you did pop it, it off, went it everywhere. spilled everywhere and then there was your sample. Everything smelled <laughs> like CK1 That's for right. weeks. I had, <laughs> and I kid you not, this is not me trying to be funny, 40. Uh, yeah. 40 yeah. of these things. And I had them all labeled if yeah. they didn't have the label on them. I had them all. I would take a Sharpie very carefully, write the name of it. And I had those things. Like I was looked like a little mad scientist. I was I was breaking bad for cologne. Mm, mm-hmm. Little chemistry set looked like set mm-hmm. up right in front. All right. And the problem was is that I doused myself in so much of this cologne that it never had a proper time to dissolve or go away. Mm-hmm. And so by like Friday. I was a, an amalgamation of like four or five different scents. What? An amalgamation. Amalgamation. A combination. Why didn't you just say that? Because I like to give you a vocabulary <laughs> word every day. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. So for me, yeah, it's, yeah, it's all lot. those colognes. That's what I... That okay. and, and cigarette smoke because A, you can still smoke everywhere. My yeah. parents were smokers, so they, you know, like... I think it was partially me trying to cover up the fact that my clothes smell like cigarettes from uh-huh, home. Uh-huh. So I just doused myself in department store colognes. Yeah. Is there like are there smells that are like synonymous with you with the 80s and the 90s? Yeah, but mine are two very separate things because I was born in 81. So the 80s to me is more of like little kid, like when I was really little. Mm-hmm. So that smell to me is those scented magic markers. Oh, sure. Yeah. It, the blueberry one specifically. <laughs> The okay. blueberry Mr. Sketch scented marker <laughs> was my favorite thing, and I would draw with it all the time, and I always wanted all of the scented markers. So that immediately takes me back to, like, preschool kinder care, right? That's yeah. that's what I did through the 80s. The 90s, when I started going to, like, middle school and high school, I'm kind of with you on the, the cologne fragrance sort of train mm-hmm. because I did wear Tommy Hilfiger or Tommy Girl. Yeah. All through high school as well as uh, sunflowers. But then the other smell that kind of wafts its way in there, sea breeze. What was that? That was the astringent that you washed your face with that burned your skin off. (laughs) But it smelled so good. Also, if you got your ears pierced, you were supposed to clean them with sea breeze. It's just this like alcohol scent that you know is good like you can feel it before it even touches your skin is it still around i don't know oh my god i'm not sure probably i'm sure it probably is but yeah sea breeze teen spirit oh, i had geez. a very specific kind of deodorant that i wore like i the yeah there's so many of them 515-244-4933 we want to know what you think about this what was the 80s and the 90s, what did they smell like? Mm-hmm. What did the 80s and the 90s smell like to you? Oof. Cologne, sea breeze. Scented markers. Styrofoam. <laughs> a lot of styrofoam. I ate a lot that's of styrofoam. A weird, that's a weird one. Mornings with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. Saw a meme online about what certain decades smelled like, and now it's all we can think about and all we can smell. Yeah. 
So what did the 80s and the 90s smell like to you? For me, it's pretty much any popular cologne because I think I wore them all, Mm -hmm. especially the Calvin Klein ones. Oof. (laughs) So crazy. And what was yours? Uh, I had a few, but the big one for me and apparently a lot of other people, which makes me happy, is Seabreeze. Yeah. It was this like astringent that you would wash your face with as a teenager. Yeah. And just looking at the bottle, you could feel your skin start to burn. <laughs> and you knew exactly what it was going to smell like. 515-244-4933. In your mind, what did the 80s and the 90s smell like? Let's start with Kathy. Well, mind you, I graduated in 91, okay? Yep. So, nice. I'm, and for my graduation present to myself, I bought myself a leather jacket. Ooh, yes. I still have. I can put it on, but I can't close it. So for me, the smell of leather. I remember being so excited to get my very first and like my very own like brown leather jacket. Oh wow, that's yeah. No, get that, and then you put the collar up. You look cool, you know. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. Leather jacket. I love leather. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you very much, Kathy. Let's go to Indianola. Talk to Beth. What do the eighties and the nineties smell like to you? Well, eighties, I. Um, more of 80s. I don't know if this was in the 90s, but the I think it was bubble yum, bubble gum. It came in really obnoxious, like grape, yep. um, cherry, and they're huge um, pieces of gum, and you'd put them in your mouth, and you could hardly talk, you know, because <laughs> they're just huge pieces. And it was you could tell if somebody in you know in the class uh, had had that gum because it was so strong. Now it was. Bubble Yum, was it also in, like, big square pieces? Yes. Okay, because yes. I remember That's what I'm talking the, about. the first gum that I ever had was Hubba Bubba, also in big square pieces. Yeah. So yeah. that must have been a thing yeah. in the 80s and 90s. The Bubble Yum yes. Watermelon was the one yes. that I remember trying to fit three, four, yeah. five of those oh big gosh. squares in my mouth as a little kid, and mm-hmm. I would always get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And it so, smelled... That's- just like sugar. <laughs> yes. Like I said, you, you wouldn't even have to be chewing it. It could be somebody, you know, in yeah. the classroom chewing it. Yes, and that would you could smell that. I am with yeah. you on that one. Yes. Thanks, Beth. Have a good day. Let's go up to Jefferson. Talk to Wendy. Want to hear your smell of the 80s and 90s? Oh, yeah. Loves Baby Soft. Loves Baby Soft. Baby Soft. Yep. Now, how was that used? Because I don't remember. Yeah, what was that? It was perfume. Ah. Um, it was pink, <laughs> sold in the weirdest bottles. They had other scents, but the original Love's Baby Soft is like this weird mixture of baby powder and oh. something else. It yes. was. I remember yes. this now. I just looked it up. It had like a pink lid on it. it almost looked like a roll-on deodorant. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It smelled like baby powder. I was going to say, it sounds like something you would give to a baby. No. Yeah, no, but that's that's what teenage girls smelled like from about 1982 to about 1987. Uh-huh, yep, I remember the baby powder smell. <laughs> Everybody wanted to smell like baby powder. Yes, because we thought it was cool. <laughs> yes. I Oof. I forgot about everybody smelling like baby, baby powder. powder. Man, that was a thing. A uh, lot of great stuff over on Facebook. Oh, just, my gosh. Just a, a brief overview. A lot of people saying cigarettes and cigarette smoke. Yeah. That, that was a big one. Uh, plastic, like those Halloween masks that we had to wear. Mm-hmm. The smell of a new Trapper Keeper. Oh, yes. Liz Claiborne and Salon Selective's hairspray. <laughs> 
Yep, yep. Halston Cologne and Aquanet. Yeah. Electric Youth per- Perfume. That's a good one. A lot, of, lot one. of colognes and perfumes people are bringing up. Cucumber Melon Lotion from Bath and Body Works. Oh my God, <laughs> that is high school for me. <laughs> and now, more fun with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. There's this funny video of a guy making the rounds. He's from San Francisco. His name is Steve Mazzari. Mm-hmm. And everyone is giving him a new nickname. He's calling him the Dollarita Steve <laughs> because of apparently what he was doing during an earthquake last Friday. I was just slamming some Dollaritas up at the Applebee's and uh, with my friends, and it was a bi- it was a big shake. It was only like probably a couple seconds, but it was really everyone like stopped talking. Yeah, it was it was heavy. It was a big one. It was a 3.9. Ooh, that's heavy. All right, fair enough. That's a good one, yeah. That, that's definitely one of the bigger ones to fill. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate it. All right, Dollarita's back. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's very into his Dollaritas. Oh, my goodness. But the the video is one thing because he's just funny and people are calling him Dollarita Steve. However. Slamming Dollaritas. Apparently, this guy is the new online crush. Everyone apparently has a thing for Dollarita Steve. Apparently, he's a good-looking guy. And he has the one feature that bewilders our journey. I can't do it. It, it. You know how people say that it was ridiculous that like Clark Kent put on the glasses and nobody could tell that he was Superman? <laughs> Apparently, if you put on a mustache, Jeremy can no longer figure out how old you are. I have no clue. No clue. <laughs> because you look at this video and he looks like a dude probably in his 30s. Uh-huh. Then he opens his mouth, and you're going, oh, you are not what I thought you were. <laughs> you were slamming Dollaritas with your friends, not having a glass of wine yeah. or bourbon somewhere. He just looks older to me. If you put a mustache on, or you grow a mustache, either way, mm-hmm. you just, in my mind, you are a distinguished gentleman, apparently. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know how this came about. And I think it has something to do with the fact that all growing up, my dad had a mustache. Uh-huh. So I see a mustache and I immediately think of my dad, which immediately makes you older in my brain, and it messes with me. <laughs> and I don't like it. I don't like it. Now, I, Jeremy, have had a goatee for, I don't know, about a year now. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just Have you really? I've not noticed. <laughs> Are you kidding me right I'm now? Not kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm literally looking at your face right now going, Oh, there's hair there. <laughs> is it because the microphone is always in front of my face? Is no, that what it's it is? because it's the same color as your skin. <laughs> your your gingerness is showing. Look, <laughs> we opaques are very sensitive about not being able to see our facial hair. I know. I'm sorry. It shows up in photos. Sure it does. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I see the gray. <laughs> Great. That's a good one in the chin. Awesome. I see that in the chin. Awesome. I didn't realize there was anything on top. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, so much for me just... asking how old you think I am. Well. <laughs> All right. Let, let's try some. How old do you think Super Mario is? <laughs> oh, like 50. Are you kidding? It's Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. There really is a convention for every interest out there. Oh, yeah. Of course there is. I didn't really necessarily think much about that statement until this morning mm-hmm. when we discovered that there is a convention coming to the Iowa Event Center 
In fact, it starts tomorrow. It's called Disassembly Required. <laughs> it is the 12th annual hey. Iowa G.I. Joe convention. Nice. It is two days, November 3rd and 4th. Yeah. Okay. I could see this. People have love G.I. Joe. Why? Why? Are, why do are they you... still? Of course they do. And I'm, look, and I, I know you hate this expression. I'm not here to yuck anyone's oh, yum. Bleh, bleh, bleh. Why do you have to <laughs> say that? But I'm just shocked that there is enough people out there who still love G.I. Joe so much that there is a two-day convention for it at the Iowa Event Center. It's $15 to get in. There's all kinds of activities. Yeah. Uh-huh. The weird thing is I kind of want to go because when I was a kid, I always wanted that gigantic playset that they had for G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. It was like an aircraft carrier. Yeah, we've talked about how you wanted that. Every kid wanted it. I knew one friend mm-hmm. who had it. He was like the rich friend. It was amazing. I'm I'm more concerned by the fact that you are so shocked that there is a two-day event about a toy. I literally am. I mean, it's like you don't see a He-Man convention. You don't. I mean, maybe there's a. There's got to sure be. There a, probably is. There's got to be a Barbie convention out there. Oh, I don't yes. know if there's a Cabbage Patch Kids convention. Probably, but I I want you to think about this statement because not that long ago, something popped up on our social media accounts that you were so excited about, and I believe you were going to purchase tickets to Brickfest. Oh, yeah, the Lego convention. There's a Lego convention coming to town. It's also two days, and people are very excited about that as well. Like I said, I'm not hating on a G.I. Joe convention. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm what yuck, I'm yum, saying. Yum, whatever that means. <laughs> you were just so shocked that there would be two days worth of activities for the G.I. Joe convention. Yeah. Yet you, Luke Matthews, are already planning on going to a two-day convention about Legos. Again, Legos. I'm not, I'm not, Toys. I'm not trashing anyone's interest Toys. here. Toys. But you can't compare Lego to G.I. Joe. Why? Because Lego is infinitely more popular. Okay. Oh, you just made a lot of G.I. Joe fans mad. I, I'm not saying that anything bad about G.I. Oh. I used to have G.I. Joes when I was a kid. I was a big fan. I watched the cartoon. I ate the cereal. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I am shocked that there is still enough interest that they have had a convention for 12 straight years. You just told G.I. Joe fans that their baby is ugly. I did not. I don't know if you realize that. If you go back and listen to this segment like two minutes ago, I said I'm actually interested in going. Yep, 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 yep. You're going to the Lego one though, right? Well, of course I am. I'm a big Lego guy. (laughs) There's people out there that are big G.I. Joe fans. That are super excited. There are clearly enough people excited about this that they have made it an entire thing. An entire two-day experience. They're even having dinner together. And this is, by the way. dinner. Yeah. By the way, this is just the Iowa convention. There are other conventions in other states. I am shocked. I want a Jets versus the Sharks (laughs) dance-off. Lego convention versus G.I. Joe convention. Let's go. All we have to do is just throw Legos on the ground and no one's coming near us. Okay. (laughs) All right.